Good morning. It is Wednesday. It is January 12, 2022. And, and with, <clears throat> excuse me, we have our first um, devotion that we're having for this, this current year. Sorry, <clears throat> sorry for the late, late ta- uh, start. I've been under the, we- under the weather. And, uh, but here we go. We're, and we're going to look at the gospel reading for this coming Sunday, the Gospel of John, uh, the second chapter, verses 1 to 11. <clears throat> Let's uh, go ahead and, and uh, read those together. So this, is, this is, takes place at the wedding in Cana. It, it is the first sign. It is, is Jesus' first miracle. And John writes, On the third day, there was a wedding at Cana in Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus also was invited to the wedding with his disciples. When Jesus was there, um, the wine ran out, and the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to a woman, What does this have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Now there were six stone water jars there for the Jewish rites of purification, each holding 20 or 30 gallons. Jesus said to the servants, Fill the jars with water. And they filled them up to the brim. And he said to them, Now draw some out and take it to the master of the feast. So they took it. When the master of the feast tasted the water now become wine, and did not know where it came from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew, the master of the feast called the bridegroom and said to him, Everyone serves the good one first. And when the people have drunk freely, then they pour wine. But you have kept the good wine until now. This, the first sign of, of his signs, Jesus did at Cana in Galilee, and manifested his glory, and his disciples believed in him. And that's our text for this week. And we're going to consolidate into just simply three days. So celebrations uh, were rare during the period of, uh, this period of time. Life was harsh. So on these rare times of celebration, people pulled uh, out all the stops. I believe the gospel writer, John, included this story in order to underscore the truth that Jesus is part of, of all of our lives. In John's first chapter, the writer celebrates the fact that the Word took on human form and dwelt among us. Jesus experienced everything that you and I experience. The lows and the highs, the triumphs and the tragedies. The other stories about Jesus, Jesus and the miracles that he accomplishes usually take place in times or situations of suffering. There are the lepers, the blind, the demon-possessed, and Gentile woman. We talk a lot about God, um, how God is in, in our suffering, uh, in our own suffering, um, giving us comfort and gives us hope. But Jesus also is in our celebrations, isn't he? If God cries when we cry... God also laughs and he smiles when we do. God is with us when we feel joy and he rejoices with us in our thankfulness. When we celebrate birthdays or anniversaries of our of, of other days, God is with us. When we get a new job, receive a promotion, get a raise, God is with us. There are many little nuances in the story of Jesus and the wedding at Cana. There's always Jesus' little skirmish with his mother, Mary. One element that I find intriguing is the abundance demonstrated in the story. Wedding celebrations usually lasted about seven days in those days. It is 
drawing near the end of the celebration and the host runs out of wine. He probably wouldn't have needed much more. But look at what he gets. 120 to 180 gallons of wine. Jesus had the servants fill six stone jars, each with the capacity of 20 to 30 gallons of water. The servants fill the jars to the top. Jesus changes all the water into wine. It's not ordinary wine either. It's fine wine. God is a God of abundance. Now, when we hear that the word abundance, many of us in the United States hear affluence. God is not a God of affluence, but God is a God of abundance. There is something more important in life than money and material things. The abundant life is not one of conspicuous consumption, but is rather one of conspicuous discipleship. Because of all of our wants, we often think that God is, is a stingy God. The Lord, however, does provide everything we need for our daily life. The Christian life is abundant in terms of meaning and purpose, and opportunities to share our talents, abilities, and other blessings with the people all around us. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for giving me the abundance life of your Son, Jesus Christ. Thank you for giving me the opportunities to share the talents, the abilities, and all the other blessings that you have given me. And thank you for all those who, who are hearing this message today, and that they too can return thanks to you. In Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> Sorry, my, my voice is a bit hoarse today. It's kind of a dealing with the recovery process. Um, but remember, we have a God of abundance. Not affluence, abundance. And God takes care of us. Our life is abundant in terms of meaning and a purpose and opportunities to share our talents, our abilities, and other blessings with people around us. Would you go do that today? There's somebody there who needs a blessing. Go in peace, serve the Lord. We'll talk to you all tomorrow morning. God bless.